Hey everyone, welcome to the second episode of the Chronicles of New Narps. This week we have a very special guest in Henry Stromecki. Uh, it's an awesome episode. I hope you guys enjoy. We're joined with uh, the one and only Henry Stromecki. Henry, how's it going, man? Uh, it's good. Just want to start off by saying honored to be on the pod. Huge fan. Love what you guys are doing, but yeah, it's, it's a good day. Yeah, How are you? Doing great, man. No complaints. Doing good. Yeah. Doing good. <laughs> so. How's your uh, How's your NARP life going so far? Not your NARP life. How's your uh, no yeah, baseball life he's going still, so far? He's still a professional collegiate uh, athlete. So. Pretty close to professional. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you guys know um, that scene in Everybody Wants Some, where they're just walking down that street, and the the dumb freshman catcher is like. I know what we're doing here, but what is everyone else doing here? Um, that's kind of how I feel right now, showing up to my Zoom class. Like, what am I doing here? Uh, there's, there's no baseball practice after. There's no reason to stay eligible. Why, why am yeah. I here? <laughs> but uh, it's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Summer ball got canned two days ago, so adjusting to that now. Um, Do you have any good, uh, yeah. well, any good well, stories about your Zoom classes? Um. Let's see, like clockwork, my dog on my Tuesday, Thursday classes, my dog will just barge through my door and jump on my bed and like start licking my face. And there's a couple good recordings of that happening. Like my teacher usually <laughs> Let's go. Um, That's yeah. Uh, my mom coming in a couple times asking if I want a sandwich. Um, you know, that the good old stuff. Best. We got to get yeah, her on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Should be a tag team thing. Once Shereki, you get them all. <laughs> be oh. epic. I'll, I'll let her know. Yeah. I'll let her know. So you've so, still been hidden. You made your own freaking Yeah, you're sitting, batting cage, you're sitting right? in your own batting cage right now, huh? Yeah. I, uh, I was doing some tea work beforehand. Uh, Mama Shereki was actually out here giving me some advice. Um told her i had to get on a business call though so she left uh but yeah i i even uh managed to secure a did you really in this thing so you stole that you, from school you steal yeah, that one that's... Too? <laughs> uh i didn't steal anything for the record can, wait, can, 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 can you give us can you give us the full story here <laughs> um hi so let's speak in hypotheticals today um hypothetically if i was to take stuff from the athletic center it was just uh, it was that last day before the athletic center closed. I was walking by coach's office. I said, Coach, um, I know the AC is shutting down. If anything was to go missing, do you think people would notice? And he goes, hypothetically, I don't think anyone would notice. <laughs> so, anyway. In truth, anyway, no form. <laughs> yeah. I, I start I start with the bar because I figure that's probably the, easy, the hardest, the hardest thing to get out. And if you don't have the bar, you don't have anything. Um, so I, I park my car by the locker room, and I, I take a bar in the weight room. Um, some some uh, female student was working the desk, didn't think to ask anything about it, just kept walking. Um, I made it out to my car. Some people were walking above the parking lot outside the locker room. Oh, what you got there, Henry? He's like, ah, uh, <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> Pop that thing in there. Um, next thing you know, I'm farmer carrying 45s across the like 45 pound plates across the <laughs> athletic center. Co- Coach kind of just starts shaking his head, 
And I, just, I, pro- I progressively get more outrageous to the point where I take the laundry cart and start dumping stuff <laughs> did you, in the laundry cart. Did you take the laundry cart it? all the way down the stairs into the weight room? <laughs> no, okay. To, for the laundry cart, I was just okay, taking stuff okay, from okay. the shed. So I filled up. I filled up basically half the shed with the laundry cart. I, I saw that firsthand that day because I was going to the <laughs> shed as well to steal the bucket that we put on the uh, like pre-practice um, soft tissue stuff, and I took that uh, big tub so we could put our keg in that at the field that night. So while I was doing that, Sherman was getting all the weights. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll be honest. There was a there was a moment in the middle of this where I stopped and was just staring eye to eye with hit tracks <laughs> for a solid fifteen minutes, thinking, "Could I fit that in my car?" Um, I decided, you know, that's above my pay grade, so I left it there. But honestly, at this point, I'm starting to regret it. Yeah, uh, how are you doing? How are you doing velo? Yeah, I was like, yeah. are you are you putting a uh, velo gun up to what you're hitting all or anything? No, I'm just going by feel. As, as some of you guys may know, I. I, I've kind of mastered hit tracks. There's that that time I think it was Collins hit a ball. And I, I, I that was the craziest thing I've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> Literally, the ball's <laughs> off the bat, and you called how far it was gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah um, so it's mostly been that, and like my dad's been feeding the machine mostly for me. So I'm appreciate appreciative of that and doing that for me. But at the same time. It's very frustrating when you're fisting balls into right field, and he's standing behind the machine going, like, wow. <laughs> you know, like, I don't, I don't, is that, I don't is that better that or worse when Coach sits there with his, uh, his face yeah. on while he's pitching to you? Staring at the ball, <laughs> trying to put positive uh, energy into it. <laughs> honestly, I, I prefer, I prefer coaches to be any more than the, the constant hype of my father. <laughs> Man. Didn't you? Um, what's yo? Can you tell the story it, of when your dad caught your or got your home run ball during the NESCAC tournament? Was didn't he? He wasn't he standing out. Oh in yeah, field? he he was standing out on that hill and kind of like right center at Colby with uh, I know it was uh, Mr. Goolsby and one other dad I think. And I hit a ball like pretty much dead center, a little bit to the right. And at first I looked towards the dugout, and then I looked I looked back to watch it go and I see a dude in a black jacket <laughs> he was hauling down the hill <laughs> hauling down the hill and I'm gonna be honest he's been doing he does for every kid on my team not just me every kid on my team since Little League he's been chasing after home run balls like I know he's given Brooks awesome. a couple over the years he's, he's got some for Rich I think but yeah he that's his claim to fame he's the fastest home run that's, tracker in I remember the that's, West there were some the kids out there now. too who were definitely gonna go for it he was just hauling that's, ass yeah <laughs> that's no. weird because he never got me one Hennings, do you have a home run more recently than Honda's yeah I hit it in the Nesca championship freshman year let's go <laughs> I, I also won last that. year against uh, Tufts. Oh, that was at the top of the wall. Top of, top, I, top I of the wall against Tufts. Didn't, that didn't Hanrahan, That's all I got. Hanrahan went yard like 10 minutes after that, too. Yeah. He had a nuke. He had a nuke. Damn. I, I had a nuke that game, and it's, it's my favorite one to rewatch because they have the announcers <laughs> calling it. And literally, the so I hit it like, on the third pitch at, the, at bat. They're talking the entire at bat about how I have, like, a couple home runs coming to the game. But, you know, wind's blowing in, like, really deep to dead center. Probably not going to get one today. 
basically telling my only chance is to put the open three or nine down the right field line. And then as they're as they're saying that, they're like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and I, that was like the ball I got probably the most that year. And it just oh, took crazy. off. And now whenever I, I look back at it, I, I thank the Tufts announcers for, for challenging. Dude, that whole game was wild. <laughs> We were yeah. we were like our yeah. infield was in like five times during that game. <laughs> oh, we had the wasn't like remember the one where the line was like base, it was like bases loaded, nobody out, and like the bottom yeah. of the tenth, we're like about to lose and we get out of it. Do you remember that? Mar- Martinson struck out Casey Santos Ocampos three two with the slider. Yeah. I think that's. To get out of the base loaded. Remember jet. that one? It was a line drive right to me, and I just like shot, like flipped it like 30 feet in the air to first base and barely got the guy through the double. <laughs> <play>. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was wild. Yeah. <laughs> Electric. Yeah. <laughs> the worst. They also they also pulled that move that day. Oh my god, that the picture was Burke, Yeah, Burke almost <laughs> blew a fuse. <laughs> they they told a pitcher. They basically the coach walked out, told the pitcher he was injured. <laughs> the kid had no idea he was injured. He was like, he was like what? <laughs> but the coach coach was like, you're injured. And then they proceeded to warm up a guy in their pen for 20 minutes in a bullpen we can't really see. And then he comes in, throws one warm up pitch. He's like, I'm good. I remember I was at first base with Hayes for that, and we were like, "What the fuck is going on?" And we have Leonard over here saying, "He can't do this. You just can't. You just, just can't do this." He has to warm up on the field. Coach probably said that a hundred times. Oh, <laughs> oh man. So, Strom, we we got to learn what what's your like secret to like lifting a lot of weights. I my post playing career, I want to start lifting a lot of weights. I like remember you being skinny back in the day there for like a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I I committed to Middlebury at probably 147 pounds. Um, I my senior year of high school, I I could deadlift like 365. Um, gotten the numbers up since then. Just a, just just a, a little, little bit. Uh, <laughs> just, a little. <laughs> just a little bit. Numbers go up just a bit. Um, I really, I really don't know what happened. It was like I remember it so clearly, but I don't. I just don't understand what happened. It was, it was freshman year, and it was um, right before the December fitness test. So it was like early December, late November, and I like got four ninety five barely. One day, the next time I tried it, I couldn't move it at all, and I was like, "Whatever." Um, and then I I got myself hurt. I remember that, so I couldn't do the lifting, the lifting part. So I ended up not testing for that test. So no one really knew what I could do, and I didn't really have any friends freshman year. So I I was always I, I was always lifting by myself. So no one knew what I could do. Like no one had any idea, for the most part. Um. And then I, I went home over winter break, got healthy. And I remember the last day before going back to school at, uh, for J term, I pulled like 455 for like a set of three. And I was like, wow, like that's, that's a pretty good set. I got back to school. I did, I, with the 60 pound bar, I did 470 for like three or five or something. I was like, wow. And then next thing you know, by the end of J term, I, I pulled 585 <laughs> and I was, I was like, I was like, wow, I think all I did this term 
was go to one class, drink all the chocolate milk in the dining hall, and then it's, yeah, it's, it's the chocolate and then, milk. That's what it is. It is. I think it was. It was just there's something in the chocolate milk, and then the February test. I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna um, coach had updated. Coach had gotten a video of me doing 585. And he had updated his, like, leaderboard outside his office. So Han was no longer at the top of it. And Han was like, okay, like, in February, we're going to go pound for pound. I was like, okay, let's do it. And we go, we go to work. And we're on the 60-pound bar. And I'm just adding – I'm stacking 45s. And we get probably, like, 420 maybe. And, like, um, I build up to, like, 420 in probably, like, two minutes. And Hans, Hans is like, all right, I'm not this isn't worth. This isn't. This isn't worth it. And then I, I managed to pull 600 for the first Let's time go. that day for Christ. one, uh, pretty gross form. Still but uh, I think Seb put it on his yeah. Snapchat story. Uh, some people saw it, and then I kind of got like a reputation as a guy who had to pull big weight. So. It kind of just became something I had I had to do. Like I had I had no choice but to go up. This is who I am now. If I'm anything less, people will notice. Oh, and, um, and uh, speaking of putting putting you on their Snapchat story, how do you feel about all of uh, Phil's old Snapchats about you doing the craziest <laughs> exercises you could possibly come up with? <laughs> Phil, Phil was my Phil's greatest everyone's heart, greatest and I mean, <laughs> every every Saturday morning lift like I I would wake up knowing I'd have to I, I would have to figure out something nuts to do for Phil <laughs> it forced me to be creative a little bit re- a little bit re- I'm sure Phil didn't even lift weights he was just too busy hyping you off the whole time <laughs> no he did biceps you only did biceps <laughs> But you speak of the dog. <laughs> Speaking of the dog, the dog What's your dog's name. Oh, oh, it's amazing. <laughs> how do you get? How do you get in the cage? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a little bit like there's not quite enough net, so there's like gap between the ground and the oh, net. Oh, good. Yeah, um, good. If I were to if I were to hit a ground ball to first base, we don't hit. Ground. We all know. If if you watch me hit coach's BP, you know I don't hit ground balls the other way. So it hasn't been much of a problem. Oh, I hated those uh, rounds. Those rounds. <laughs> I looked like an absolute clown in those rounds. Coach, let me put it five hundred. My son of God. <laughs> Oh, oh, out of control, dude! Out of control. Oh. Is is ATP closed right now too? ATP is very closed. Um, basically everything in my area is closed. We have the second longest stay-at-home order, yeah, in the country. I think Good. behind California, yeah. ours just got extended as well for another month. But... Yeah. Um. I've. Let's see how many times have I left my my house? Probably once or wow. twice. Dang. Do you uh, lift in the basement? I, th- I I lift in the basement. The basement is like it's mostly just like a storage basement. It got flooded when I was like seven, so like we ripped up everything mostly. And so it's literally just concrete Love walls that. and floor. Concrete gym, baby. So it's it's kind of gr- it's like grit central. <laughs> um, I have. I have 400, with a fully loaded bar, I have 470 pounds. Uh, I have 
like Bowflex adjustable dumbbells that go from like five to fifty. I um, acquired a slot <laughs> rack. That, that's been my only. That's been my only Let's like, big purchase. My buddy built a um, slot I just, rack here. Yeah, I like. I'm not that. I, I like. I just. I didn't want to be racking a weight like racking 400 pounds and having it break on. Yeah, that's, 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 I didn't need Eric that. Build a squat rack. Yeah, he's <laughs> pouring buckets. Pouring buckets for his weights. Before I ha- before I had a squat rack, um, I was trying to like just I was like dying to load something heavy, so I'm like I can like I can like clear like one like my bar is sixty pounds, so all the weights are I can clear like one fifty up and onto my back like, easily, and then I can like squat with that and drop it. Um, but I wanted to go heavy, so I devised a system where I had a cooler like something for drinks, a cooler in my basement, and I would. Get the 150 on my back. I'd squat down to it like a box squat, and then I'd have my mom on one side, my sister on the other side, and they'd both throw in a 45 pound weight. And they'd have to. I tell them they have to do it at the same time, or um, and we we get up. We're loading up the fourth like plates on each side. So it's like 420 pounds, and. I'm sitting there while they're sitting on that, like the cooler while they're loading up the weights. And next thing you know, the no. whole thing just cracks <laughs> and my butt goes flying straight through. So my butt is in the cooler. <laughs> my feet are no longer in contact with the ground. And I have 420 pounds on my back. <laughs> and it was, it was always a disaster. And that's when we decided we needed to buy a squat rack. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was. It is what it is. That's crazy. That's so, what's like your what's your like daily like agenda? What do you do? Like, you wake up at like noon every um, day. No, I, I'm still pretty good at waking up. Um, I, I don't know. I I can't. I can't sleep anymore <laughs> in life. I'm, I've 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 gone too far. Um, off the deep end. I be, I wake up like super early, stare at my ceiling, contemplating like whatever. <laughs> like, like, like the amount of times like I woke up at like six o'clock, get be the first guy in the athletic center, like you know, tried to push my teammates, like made built relationships for this year, and it's just like all gone. And then, um, then, you know, it's like I had like summer ball. I had the hope that maybe that would happen, so I was like trying to stay sharp, and now that's <laughs> gone too. So it's just like, wow! I'm gonna go the entire like calendar year with having like one hit, <laughs> like one actual hit. Um, I mean, so I, I'll stare at the ceiling for a little bit, do my morning like poop and stuff, um, breakfast, and then basically I I try and get my hitting and throwing done uh, in the morning, kind of before lunch. Zoom classes, whatever. Then lift either before dinner or right after. Um, so I, I have like a full day. I can't complain. It's not like I'm struggling to find things to do. I'm staying busy. It's just like it's really draining to do all this when you don't know when the next time you're right. going to be on a baseball field. Um, and then early on in quarantine, I was actually having a solid time at night doing an online franchise in Madden with my friends. But then uh, I went on an absolute tear 
had three straight undefeated seasons, three straight <laughs> Super Bowl titles, and and they all quit. So, like now, I now when the sun goes down and all the work is done for the day, it does get a little gloomy because I don't have anyone's butt to kick. You get you trading for the uh, MLB the shows. Uh, tournament for Nescax. Yeah, is 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 Rosie taking that yeah. down or what? Rosie is. Rosie beat he... me. He's pretty good. Um, <laughs> but Strum, I think that could be your next calling. It could be. I I gotta get a PS4. I have a oh. PS3. You have a PS3. Um, I I have a PS3. That's where I, that's where I play the show. Um, my road to the show guy is 99 overall across the board. Um, and he is the all-time home run king. <laughs> Uh, this is a, this is a player I started in like 2013, so it's taking time, but he, he is with, without a doubt the greatest, the greatest of all time. time. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, That's awesome. Are um, you, are you still going to break the uh, Middlebury home run record or is, or is this, uh, this year going to cause you some problems? I mean, the plan was to do it this year anyway. It's, I got to get 11. I don't, I don't think, think that's, that's out of the question. question. I was expecting like twenty. You just gotta get hot. That would actually be that'd be crazy <laughs> if you beat it in three years, though. Especially with like one. Yeah, and I mean, also had. those those were all juiced back when they like that record before was right when the bats had pop. Yeah. Strem's bats basically juice. When the bats so. had pop. Strem puts pop in bats. So. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone uses my bats. Okay, like they I, they. It's, bottom or something. You just, like, I, this is the first year people didn't touch my bat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. And I mean, my my yeah. fifth year is still something that's it's up in the air. Would you go deep? Would you go uh, deep had, that? Um. So basically, like the two options would either be like, yeah, try and find somewhere to uh, do a post grad year. I don't know, business school or something. I've never thought about grad school, but now it's something I have to consider. Or somehow restructure academics or take time off at Middlebury. So I end up playing yeah. five years there. Talk to coach about yeah, it a well, little like bit. There's rumors that like they might um, have like online classes in the fall. So that'd like work out perfectly for you guys. Yeah. If they had online classes, I definitely wouldn't, would not take I them. Saw, I saw credits. a rumor that you were um, going to transfer uh, to Caltech for your grad school. Ball flies different out there, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would that would be. I don't. I don't think I necessarily have what it takes. Ham would get you. Ham would get you. Wait, do you say no, you don't have I'll, what it takes? I'll to leave get in that there option open because I'm not sure about the latter one. <laughs> Soft throwing left. I man. guess a little. That's all they want, dude. That that, te- <laughs> that team. That team. No, we beat them. We beat them. Marty, no, no, Marty no. We, rock, but we the, still beat them. They gave up a fight more than like we we let him stay way too close. But we that was your him. freshman year, right, Strim? Yeah, that was my freshman year. Martin got, it's not like Martin he was like walking at any people. Like, he was just giving up hits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ham hit That's his right. Run. I remember that. Uh, oh my god, that was Deanna had Helen Keller play of the year in left field. <laughs> I remember I was playing third. I was playing third for that for a little bit, and it was bad. Wait. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, what are you yeah. gonna do, man? Sticking behind the plate now. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a blast. So, so, Strem, I gotta ask you about the NFL draft. 
I heard rumors that you were pretty happy about the Packers selection. Uh, okay. Um, I'm getting to talk to Woody, maybe Rich. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so I'm a, I'm a Packers fan. I don't think there's anything as a ca- – there's no such thing as a casual Packers fan. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty invested in the team. Uh, if you were watching the first round, it took like four hours. So I watched the whole thing. Picking in the latter part. I watched the entire thing on Zoom with my, some of my buddies from home. Um, we were all like super into it. Uh, not me, obviously, because I'm an NCAA athlete, but they had some wagers <laughs> on it. Um, and, uh, uh, so I was like cheering for them, you know, wanted them to succeed. But I was, I was interested to see who the Packers were going to take, you know, 13 and three. A game away from the Super Bowl. Uh, quarterback who's, you know, he's getting to that latter part of his career, but he's still very talented. <laughs> and he – we were one game of the su- way from the Super Bowl. Okay? He was leading a good team. We needed a couple pieces to improve to get past the 49ers and make something happen, you know? And we decided to take a backup quarterback in the first round when – it was like the most receivers taken in the first round since, like I, I forget I since when, but like, six, it was like yeah, it's like, like six receivers went off the board in the first round. Meanwhile, the Packers have one person capable of like inhaling <laughs> oxygen and catching footballs on, on their roster, and we take a backup quarterback and. Like, I wish the Zoom call was recorded because you can't recreate that just pure yeah. anger. But I lost it. And you wouldn't know because, like, Packers fans are the most polite people in the world. So you're not going to get, like, like stuff going viral on Twitter with guys yelling at the TV. Like, that's not how Packers fans are. But I was losing yeah. it. Not to mention the, – the part that was the craziest to me was the Packers traded up four picks for Jordan Love. If you don't remember, they traded up four picks. They swapped picks with the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins just drafted Tua. So I don't think they're taking yeah. Jordan Love. They also, they also jumped the Titans, who had just signed Tannehill to a huge deal. The Ravens, who just had their quarterback win MVP. And the Seahawks, who have Russell Wilson. They traded up four picks to jump those teams to take a quarterback. And then... The, the GM had the audacity to come out and say, when someone like that falls to you, you have to take him. <laughs> like, that was like, that was his the actual Utah quote. State superstar. <laughs> and I just, he, like, all those things on Barcelona, like, he wasn't even the best j Lovers conference. <laughs> like, he threw, like, 17 picks. It's just, it's just arrogance on the Packers front because they did this so well last time with yeah. Aaron Rodgers, and now they assume any quarterback they take they in the late first me. round while their star QB is aging would be like, it's just, it's arrogant to think they could do it again, and it's like, it's just sending a terrible message to your team that was one way went away from the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, you wonder why Brett Favre had one Super Bowl. You wonder why Aaron Rodgers will probably finish his career with one Super Bowl. It's because stuff like this. And I was very upset. And I thought I was the only one downstairs. And I was in a room right next to my dad's home office. And I was screaming, screaming, screaming. Some terrible things that I will not repeat on your podcast. <laughs> and I, I, walk out, I walk out of there to go up to bed. And I look at the doors opening, sitting there on his computer. And I thought, like, I was about to get my butt handed to me by my father for some of the things he said. And he just looks at me and goes, man, the Packers really messed up, didn't they? 
<laughs> and that's that's when I knew how bad the pick was. My mild mannered father was also pissed off, and he was like, <laughs> mad about some of the things I just uh, said. That's awesome. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's that so good. That's great. So you think you think Rogers is going to be gone in here? He seems pretty upset. I, I mean, he hasn't shown anything. Like he's he's on social media, he's been fine. Like he should be upset. I would not hold it against him if he left. I respect it. I mean, he's obviously not the most, I guess, like relatable or likable guy. You know, his family stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna all, all those all those jokes like. He's going to love Jordan like a brother. Like, that stuff like, kills <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> um, uh, but, like, I do think LaFleur is, you know, he had his first year coach. He was 13-3. and three, Like, I think it was, like, some, like, the best record for a first-year coach ever or something like that. I think he wants to take over, bring guys in he can mold yeah. in his system and, like, kind of start, like, a really successful coaching career. And I think he's trying to push Rodgers out because they obviously don't see eye-to-eye from what I've read. And he wants, like, guys he can really craft. And so I think he's trying to force him out. And I think Rodgers – I'd like – if if Rodgers went to New England and won a Super Bowl with Bill Belichick, I would be so happy yeah. for him. We, the Bears could need a quarterback. Too. <laughs> the Bears need a lot more than a quarterback. <laughs> it could literally be – it could be Brett Favre yeah. all over again. It could – he, Brett Favre, go to the Vikings Just... and beat, beat Green Bay and go to the yeah. NFC Championship. Oh, that's crazy. Um. It's crazy. Yeah. It's it is what it is. We 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 move on. It it, it was just really tough when there's literally nothing going on in your life and you, you get so hyped <laughs> up for this draft. I put on a suit, you know, I was like really, really into it. And then they they did that to me. They did that to me. That, is, that tough, is brutal. You know? That's crazy. That's kinda like how I felt when the Bears drafted Trubisky a few years ago. Yeah, I mean he's he's an absolute yeah, no, clown. He's not a good quarterback um, at all. At least their their intentions were in the right yeah. spot. I like owners that they'll miss, like they'll make bad picks. But I just I feel like just the intentions of the pick and the message it sends and everything. I just have I have problems with it. And if Jordan Love ends up being like a franchise quarterback and doing great things in Green Bay, like. Yeah. I'll have to come we've back got to it on record, this podcast yeah. and, eat, and, and, <laughs> and and eat my words, but I just I don't see that happening. And even if it does happen, I just I feel like it's a, it's very disrespectful to someone who's like Aaron Rodgers, who's really he waited his turn. He did so much for his organization, and and he just you don't give him a chance to make one last push for another ring. Yeah. Just the typical Packers, though. Like, I don't know what to, you expect at this point, you know? I mean, they're they're a small market team with, like, very committed fans. Like, I don't – it's weird. Like, in, in, like, big cities, it's, like, either, like, you win or, like, you run out of town. Like, the Packers will never be run out of town. So, sometimes I think they just try and produce teams that will have a winning record, win a division, and, like, maybe win a game in the playoffs. They're not all that concerned about, like, getting that Super Bowl. And I – I don't know. Where whereas in like big city, big market teams, it's like you need to win titles or your fans will right. boo you out the yeah. stadium, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I okay. Oh before we wrap this all up, Strem, we gotta ask you about uh the Selfie Amherst last year. Maybe the greatest picture of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so 
is uh, we were at Amherst. It was a win the series and clinch playoff berth atmosphere. Um, same situation we were in a year before. A year before we had come up short. We took game one in a rather exciting fashion, uh, thanks to Coley Morris. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> then we, we come out for game two, and we're up maybe like two, three runs. Alex Price has dealt the entire game. Um, and you know what? I'm like, and uh, in the outfield, we try and do something original for every win. Um, as the wins get bigger, we try and get more outrageous, I guess you could say. So I was like, this is going to be the biggest one yet. Let's do something epic. I was like, I want to capture this moment. Took my phone, put it in my back pocket, something uh, I've become, I was very accustomed to doing in a fall Legion Wilton baseball. Um, I've actually broken phones, like sliding butt, uh, feet first into, into bases and pulling it out of the pocket, just absolutely shattered. But uh, so I put the phone in the back pocket. Uh, I go out to the outfield. And we don't really like to talk about celebrations until there's like two outs. We don't want to jinx anything. Sure, we just bring our phone. And then we get to two four. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything about it. I didn't say. I didn't, no one knew what was going on. We get to, we get to two outs. Han, our left fielder Justin Han, looks to me and he goes, "Stram, what we doing? What we doing?" I go, "Let's take a selfie." And he thinks I'm talking like, like the Red Sox, like oh, like pretend to take a picture thing, like ha ha, that's funny. He's like, he's like, no, we gotta do something epic. I was like, no, Han, I have my phone in my back pocket. Legitimately gonna take a selfie. And Han starts getting hyped up. He's ready. He's ready to go. We get that last out. He comes sprinting over. I pull it out. We we take the selfie, we try and angle it so we can clearly get the field in the background. Like we see Amherst coming out of the dugout, we see the infield, and we take the selfie and I don't send it or caption it anything. I just get the selfie, make sure it's there, save it, put it in my back pocket and run in. But then we get on the bus afterwards. I, I pull my phone Let's out, it's, it's still loaded on the Snapchat screen. So I, I throw the caption on it, send it out to all the boys on the bus. Everyone's hype screenshotting it. And yeah, that's that's the the Middlebury Cloud Field. The selfie. greatest picture yeah, of all time. I love it. <laughs> I just and I just love the the makeup of of who's in it. We have we have Justin Hahn, you know, a pretty like straight <laughs> guy. <laughs> <rather serious>. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you know, you, what, yeah, people be, forget like, he played second base before he couldn't yeah, turn we, double plays. <laughs> we got we kind of. <laughs> We we loosened him up hey, in the outfield. Can we talk about time. how we we so moved on the outfield and he stopped there... hitting home runs? <laughs> <laughs> I I guess, <laughs> I guess it's a fair claim. I mean the the correlation is the correlation is there. Correlation versus causation. Wait, sorry, continue though. Continue. A discussion for another time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So it's it's Han, and then it's it's me who's just kind of. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever I am, yeah, I'll leave that to you guys to come up with your own description of what what I am. And then, and then there's Sam Graff. <laughs> it's like how how did this group get here to this this spot? Um, but yeah, it was it's a blast. Favorite picture on my phone by far. Yeah. Hopefully, have have big celebrations to come. Next year, um, good for you guys. Next year. One time we at Forbes, we tried to rip a, a keg stand as a I celebration. Remember that. 
And if you know where the camera set up it for, it's, it's like kind of right behind center field. So it was, it was on the camera. And my, my sister was watching the stream, texting me. She was like, what'd you guys do for the outfield celebration? Was that a, was that like a wheelbarrow? <laughs> And, and that's when that's when I knew my my sister was an absolute <laughs> loser. He's never uh, never been to a party. Shout out, shout out to the whole Schmecky family. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of party, a bunch animals. of party animals. Absolutely. Yeah. Ugh. Awesome. Good times. Good times. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for having me on the pod, guys. Yeah. I think it's really cool what you're doing, and I, I look forward yeah, to listening. We'll, we gotta get you back episodes. on yeah. at some point for sure. This is this is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> this is too much fun. Absolutely, my line is always open. Let's we got go. plenty of plenty of stories. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming <laughs> on, though. Sweet. All right. Uh, thanks, Trent. See you guys. That's all we have for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll be back next week with another episode.